Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unbox or click the link down in the show notes. This episode is brought to you by the official coffee of the Chromecast podcast, Fresh Roasted Coffee, who we've partnered with to make a special edition Chrome Unboxed anniversary blend. Here at Chrome Unboxed, we're not just nerdy about Chromebooks, we're also coffee snobs. And look, we wasted a lot of time hand roasting coffee before we found Fresh Roasted Coffee, and we haven't looked back since. This coffee is roasted fresh to order, immediately packaged, nitrogen flushed and shipped directly to your door. And although we can't officially say that this Chrome Unbox Edition tastes any better than the normal anniversary blend, that is the word around town. But don't just take our word for it. Pick up a bag for yourself and let us know what you think. You can grab a bag over at chromeunbox.com forward slash coffee. Welcome to the Chromecast. The official podcast from Chrome Unbox, where we unpack everything from hardware to software in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, so that you can be more informed on all the latest updates, changes, and devices. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Chromecast. This episode is part of a series that we're doing in partnership with Logitech that is all about education and technology in the classroom. As part of this awesome partnership, we're giving away 30 Logitech Chrome Packs to one lucky winner to outfit their classroom with the best tools to enhance their students' Chromebook experience. These packs include a headset, a wireless keyboard and mouse, an HD webcam, a Snowball Ice USB microphone, and a LogiPen if the winner's classroom has USI Chromebooks. And all of this comes in a kid-approved Herschel backpack. This giveaway is open to all currently employed K-12 school or district level faculty, IT staff, and leadership and is running for a limited time. So check the link in the show notes if you want to learn more. Okay, so now on to our guest for this episode. Today we have an interview with Amy Mayer, who is the CEO and founder of Fried Tech, an organization that offers ed tech professional development and training services. We had a really fun chat about some of the great work that Fried Tech does to help educators and how having the right tools can really enhance the Chromebook learning experience. So without any further ado, here is my interview with Amy Mayer. Alrighty. Welcome, Amy. Thank you so much for taking some time to to join us on the Chromecast. Yeah, thanks for having me, Joe. It's so nice to finally meet you. We we only e met until today. Yeah, isn't that's that's always this thing that we do. We get to sit and talk with people. I mean, we we have uh, we have some colleagues and stuff in the in the Chromebook space that we've talked to via email for years at this point, and I've still never met them. Isn't so it's nice weird to, when you meet people nice in person, meet. though, and they're really short or really tall, and you're like, no, you can't be like this. I, you're, I already had you at 5'8". That's it. That's all you get. Yeah. This, 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 my, my perceptions are all messed up. This doesn't make sense. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully before too long, we'll be able to 
get out to some events and and meet some folks again um maybe maybe one day down the road we'll we'll meet in person take it take it to another level so um so we were talking a little bit uh before we started rolling here about um about you and about your company um and what you all do so for our listeners um give a little bit of a a kind of intro um to your company and and everything that you all are doing you know as we were kind of chatting about before we started rolling too like you know, we obviously have a pretty broad audience. A lot of them are consumer focused. You know, it's it's folks looking to buy their next Chromebook or figure out how to do something on their Chromebook. Um, but this is a space that we're really interested in. And, and the education market we know um, is a big market. And there's a lot of people out there who are interested uh, in information about, you know, education and how technology fits into education. And just from a, uh, a nerdy standpoint, we love cloud computing. And we love how... Google and Chromebooks have, you know, uh, uh, gotten into the education space and, and really changed education, I, you know, for the better. And so um, it's something that, you know, we're kind of getting into. We've done some other interviews like this. Um, so we're not super duper technical on the education. So I might ask some just dumb questions, but bear with me. Uh, it, we're going to have some fun. So give a little intro about uh, about you and your company. Uh, so like I told you before we started, uh, I founded this company. I was a teacher. So that's how I started out my career. I was a high school English teacher. And uh, I didn't start out so great, but I had to have a job. And the way the job market was at the time, you couldn't just quit and go drive Uber. You know, like you had to stick it out because we had to pay the bills. And my husband was a teacher too. And I was trying to find a way to get my kids interested in learning. You know, I, I needed them to learn this English stuff and I wasn't feeling very successful at it. And when I brought technology into my classroom, honestly, because of another thing we talked about, nobody else wanted to mess with it. Like it was so hard to get everything to work and I was willing to dig into it and figure out how to make it work so that really so that I wouldn't just, you know, totally be terrible at my job. And my kids started using technology in the classroom and they were doing things, you know, back in the, you know, mid late nineties, they were building web pages in my classroom and, you know, grown people had no idea how to do that. It seemed so magical. And here were these, you know, 16, 17 year old kids who were building web pages. Like we were building web pages for people in the community and it was writing and they were talking to people and they were learning so much. And I just absolutely fell in love with what, what now is called ed tech education technology is the name for what I do and what my company does. And so that's, still what we do. We try to help teachers understand mostly Google tools. This is our, you know, this is our area of specialization. So we help teachers who have students with Chromebooks figure out, like, what are you going to do with those devices? Not necessarily learning to use the devices, but using the devices to learn. So that's our field and what we do. Yeah. Is there, is there some like basic education that teachers are, are, are still trying to overcome like just the basics of Chrome OS and Chromebooks. And then, like you said, like taking that to the next level obviously is the goal, but is there still some just basic education that teachers are, are going through? Absolutely. So, you know, if you get a Chromebook and you, you're not familiar with what a Chromebook is and you don't understand how it works and you have only ever had like, let's say a Windows or a Mac laptop, you're going to be like, 
where's the software installed on this? You know, like you don't understand cloud computing yet. So there, there's a little bit of a hurdle for people to overcome so that they understand what that device is trying to be. And then we can really appreciate it um, for what it is and what it has to offer and how light and kind of freeing that whole world is when you're working in the cloud. So we, we try to work with teachers in the ways that we want them to work with students. So we never want to go in and like give a lecture about how a Chromebook works, even though that seems like it would be really fast and kind of expedient to do it that way. So we have uh, an online course that's called Chromebook Scavenger Hunt. And what we ask people to do is, you know, we take them through a series of things where they're, they're interacting with that device. So we say, put a picture of yourself in here. And then we tell them, here's a couple of ways you can take a picture using a Chromebook. And we tell them, you know, scroll up and down on this page, you know, here's how you do it. And because depending on what device you've come from, maybe maybe you came from a tablet and you got this Chromebook because it also turns into a tablet, but now it doesn't work like you think it's supposed to. It can be really frustrating. So yeah, we, we definitely still want everybody to do the basics. And we find that when school districts or organizations that are switching don't do the basics, you know, they're really setting their implementation back, you know, just the same as an individual person who gets a new device. Like you need some information about how to actually use that device. Yeah. So what sort of programs are you all offering? Like, uh, obviously, uh, you know, looking through the site, uh, which just a, a plug for your site, and we'll obviously include all of this stuff in show notes. But it's so cute, though, isn't it? Fried, friedtechnology.com. Yeah, great website. I love it. I love it. Um, so folks can go over there and, and kind of check things out. But I'm seeing, you know, professional development, online learning, um, uh, this kind of like leadership type stuff. So um, what all what all sort of programs are you all offering? So we primarily work with teachers in K-12. Um, we have worked with other organizations and entities also. Uh, for example, we helped the uh, special education organization, Special Olympics of Texas, we helped them transition over to Google. So they use Google and Chromebooks now, and they're the largest special Olympics chapter in the world. So, wow. um, so yeah, that was a pretty cool project and, and, you know, close to what we do in education. So we, we work also with companies like Google. Google is our number one partner. Um, we work with companies like that who have an interest in education. They want to contribute to education. They want to make sure that, you know, children are using technology in order to learn in their classrooms. Um, and that, you know, that especially kids in underprivileged environments where, you know, maybe they don't have network at home, you know, what's happening at school so that kids you know, can even go to college. If you've never used a computer before, think about what it would be like to transition from high school to college if you don't have that background and you don't have that years of experience using different kinds of devices and software and tools in order to create things. So that's what we do. And we do that for anybody who's interested. Um, we're also starting a nonprofit foundation right now. And we're, what we're going to be doing with that nonprofit foundation is we're going to be working with companies. We're going to take funding from companies and we're going to transfer that as professional development into school districts where professional development is needed and the funds aren't there. So that's, uh, that's the foundation, the Fried Tech Foundation that we're working on right now that will be up and ready to go in just a few weeks. That's so awesome, Amy. That's, that's really cool. Um, you, you know, it's interesting, you know, technology is in the classroom um, 
you know uh, whether we whether we like it or not, and it's there to stay, especially during uh, especially during uh, the pandemic and. Um, you know, folks trying to figure out how to uh, continue to educate, <laughs> you know, via via a Chromebook or a device at home. Um, and I'm sure that was just a whole nother set of challenges uh, for, for school districts. Uh, what was that like for you all? It was really intense. So when the pandemic first started, um, we got a call really quickly in from our a school district that we'd worked with. It's uh, Jefferson Parish. They won't they won't mind if I use their name and talk about them. Uh, if you look at the city of New Orleans, uh, Jefferson Parish is the large school district in that area, and um, I have dear dear friends and colleagues in that area, and they they were like we can't go to school and we're, we're like unprepared for this and we know we are and we need help. And I told my friend there, um, Cam, I told her like, Cam, I don't know how to do this. And she said, she, she's a person who really worked hard in recovering schools after Katrina. And she said, Amy, this is just like after Katrina, nobody knows how to do this. We just, we just figure it out one day at a time. And so that's what we did. We just dug in with that, um, that school system. And really, we, at the time, it was kind of great because we really, everything we had canceled. So we, we had everything planned face-to-face. We had uh, tour events we were doing with Google all over the United States. Every single one canceled all at one time. So we were really worried. We were thinking, we may not survive this. And then Cam called and we're like, we're going we're gonna to figure this out. We're going to work with your, I think they have like 8,000 teachers, and figure out how to teach them to teach online without being able to stand there with them, which is really hard because when you don't know how to use a computer, the last thing you want is to be on a computer learning how to use a computer. You want a person there with you. Um, But we did that and we found ways to make it feel personal and to make people feel good about it and to give them the confidence that they needed to go back and do the job that they loved doing. They loved working with children, but when you brought the technology aspect of it in, it felt so impersonal to people. So we just day by day figured out ways to to be able to do what we do, which is help teachers learn to use technology in in ways that they were liking and enjoying. There's there's actually an article on our blog about it that I really enjoyed putting together and, and working on because we did have so much success in that project. And that really set us up for the success. So when the next school district called, we were like, yeah, we, we know what to do now. We know how to help yeah. you now. Yeah, we'll definitely make sure to uh, link that down in the in the show notes. So I'll get that link from you. Um, yeah, and, and and I'm sure like during during that, um, uh, and, and I'm, I mean, I know there's still some areas where this is still going on, but um, you know, it was it, it, there were so many other stresses going on. So you're you're trying to figure out how to continue to get kids to stay engaged and teachers to figure out how to use this technology, but it's like you know, especially with you know all of the things that that google already had in place it was like wow we at least have the foundation we at least have the basics in place now it's like how do we tweak it for um for this kind of remote learning and stuff exactly Um, and and google the company did a lot too so i I think probably very few people know this story but when the pandemic happened um Google is the company we worked with the closest and the most, and they were really listening to us when we said, listen, Google Meet has to do X, Y, and Z. It it can't do X, Y, and Z. And we, you know, like this is an emergency. And, and the whole, that whole huge company that people think of as just a, a behemoth, you know, with, 
you know, I mean, you just don't think about that as people. There are real people who work there who really care about education and who have given that that company has given literally billions of dollars to education and really not not made a big thing about it. But they do. It's one of the reasons why I I love that company so much because of what they've put into education and what Chromebooks has done have done for education is, is really amazing. Yeah, there was and there were there were things kind of um, just from a consumer standpoint with meat and things that they added so quickly, you know, it was like it, it, it was that you know, that immediate response that I think a lot of folks, like you said, it's like you think of this big, massive company, but it was like, there's probably a, a team of people that were sitting around like, oh, crap, we have to figure there this are. out there like, are right now. People, you know? Yeah, yeah. Who are really over there saying, oh, crap, we have to figure this out. And they did. And a lot of the things you saw on the consumer side, I think, came from educators who were saying, this is the real reason why we have to have this happen. This has to be next. And then we would see it come out next and just feel really, really grateful and connected and like people were really listening. That's that's very cool. Let's transition a little bit here to 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 Chromebooks and how, um, you know, teachers are leveraging Chromebooks specifically in the classroom. Um, you know, you all um, uh are, are trying to give teachers all of the resources they need, right, to be successful. Um, what sort of tools um, outside of just, you know, obviously you have the Chromebook and you need to get folks uh, educated on Chrome OS and the tools within, you know, Google Classroom that they have uh, at their availability. But then what other tools are available for, for teachers to kind of enhance that Chromebook experience? Yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Cameo. If your organization is looking to adopt Chromebooks, but you need to give your people seamless access to all their apps, including Windows apps, Cameo is the simplest and most secure and most cost-effective way to deliver all the apps your people need to be productive on Chrome OS. Cameo is a Chrome Enterprise recommended virtualization solution and is deeply integrated with Chrome OS and the Google Admin Console, making it easy for you to push any app as a PWA to your Chromebooks. And now you can take advantage of a special Chrome OS and Cameo bundle that makes it easier than ever to test. If you're interested, you can head over to cameo.com forward slash unbox. That's C-A-M-E-Y-O dot com slash unboxed or click the link down in the show notes. Yeah. So what we really want to see happening in the classroom is we really want to see uh, students creating in order to learn. That's a super important concept that I think people outside education don't know or understand that you know yourself in your own profession that the way you learn things is you're faced with a problem and you go and you, you gather information from all the different sources that you can find usually online, but you may also talk to people. And then once you've gathered that information, you come back and you start, you start iterating to try to create a solution to the problem. That's how you really learn in your real life at work. And so we want that to be a part of how students learn in their real life at work. And we want them documenting that process as part of their learning. But we want to ask the question, if my student can do X, then do they know why? So why is my learning objective and X is the thing they need to be able to do that will let me know as an educator that I have achieved my goal and my students have learned. And we like to do that now largely through problem-based learning or project-based learning where, uh, where it's more, it's a more realistic thing. So for example, I want my students to have a headset and this is this is a true story. So you're using a really cool microphone in front of you today, but I also record 
you know, almost every day I record something and I, I definitely talk through Google Meet and other tools all day long. And I use the headset I've got on right now. And the reason why is this is, I think it's an H390 Logitech headset and it costs like $25 on Amazon. And it's cheaper than that if you buy with education pricing. But the reason why is because we get so many compliments on how this microphone sounds. So I'm curious if you guys who are professionals think this microphone sounds pretty good for a $25 mic. I think it sounds excellent for a $25 <laughs> mic. It sounds really good. So we, we just got this reinforced lately. I have a colleague who works here with me at Fried Tech, and he's been with us for a couple of years. And he was on a call with a lady from a school district who we've done business with before, and he's talking to her. And she told him, Stephen, you got to get those those girls at Fried Tech to get you one of those microphones they use, because whatever it is you're using does not have the Fried Tech sound. And we're like, okay, Stephen, here's your Logitech microphone. Stop using those. I think he had on AirPods, actually, to tell you the truth. But anyway, so he has a Logitech microphone now. So I want kids to have a microphone. It matters because, you know, kids want to do what you do, Joe, when they grow up. You you have the kid dream job now. Kids are not saying, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a pilot. They're saying, I want to be a podcaster. Well, yeah, that's a dream job. You can do that today. You can start learning how to do that. So they need a headset with a microphone. And we really like the kind that plug in, actually, even though like it seems old fashioned or whatever, but like, here's my plug back here over my back. Um, because it's, I don't, I don't have to mess with Bluetooth in the classroom and figuring out whose microphone's connected to whose device and all that. I plug it into the Chromebook. It, if you get the works with Chromebook certified stuff, it will just work. Um, so we think every kid has got to have that. Like, I love for a kid to have a mouse, especially if they have motor difficulties, which a lot of children do. And that's an accommodation that we can easily make to help a child that is developing motor skills have an easier time using a Chromebook. That's awesome. But the headset, uh, having a way to record a microphone, a way that you can hear speakers for the classroom. Um, I always had a big set of speakers in my classroom. Like I had a subwoofer because when we are watching a video, like I want, I'm, I'm not showing that just for fun. I, it wasn't a Disney movie on a day off. It was, I really want you to watch this and pay attention to it because this is how we're learning today. So you have to be able to hear it. It has to be crisp and clear. It has to be engaging. And if you think about yourself at home, like turn your TV down to like 10 and try to watch TV. Like you're going to be looking around the room like I should paint that wall, you know, but you want to be engrossed in it and, and sound and good, you know, connections and all that. It, it really matters for a learning environment where I may only spend 45 minutes with you a day and I need that time to be really impactful. So this equipment is important. The, of course, the Chromebook is important. That's the core of things. But having these other devices that work well seamlessly with the Chromebook is just as important. Yeah, and the, the works with Chromebook, uh, the WWC certification uh, in labeling on devices is something that we really love because Chrome OS is still you know, a, a new platform uh, when you think about, you know, folks that are out there looking for a computer and to be able to just go to Best Buy or wherever or for a, an educator to say, I just need I just need some stuff that just works 
in the classroom. Like, right. I just need this stuff to work. I don't have time to mess I know. with it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't need to figure out all the technical back end of this. I just need to know that it works. And that sticker on the box is there to tell you, hey, like this, this microphone or this, this, this mouse or these peripherals or whatever are going to work. Um, what about, what about webcams? What was that like? I mean, is that oh, still, yeah. that obviously during the pandemic, uh, that was probably something you definitely had to think about. Is yes. it still something that you're, uh, you know, getting, uh, getting educators to, to utilize in the classroom? Yes, definitely. I mean, I, I wish that every teacher at least had an external webcam that they could plug in because, there's there's lots of different things that you plug into your computer as a teacher. A webcam is so important because just like we were talking about how important the sound is, you really need that picture to come through clear. And I I was just laughing because the closet that's right back here behind me, I've got like five different ones I bought on Amazon that are like, you know, I don't know, brand names that neither of us has ever heard of. Yep. Like they're There's just, a few of them. They're just in the closet <laughs> now, but we had to buy some because we had to have webcams yep. because we were, you know, we were literally broadcasting to teachers all day long every day. And we just kept trying camera after camera. And finally, the Logitech ones came back in stock at our local Sam's Club. And somebody from our team was at Sam's and saw the Logitech webcams and we actually bought every one they had on the spot so because it it allowed our everybody to have an actual webcam that worked and had high resolution and it didn't like we have some that I don't know what the deal was but they would show like you could see the entire room like what why do you need to see the entire I just want you to see right here please so but having kids be able to create content they're also creating video content and a lot of the Chromebooks that schools have they have a webcam it may it's probably just forward facing well you have a producer there with you today don't you yes you do Andy Cam Andy Andy Cam Cam is there with you today and and that's a a real life job. Andy Cam has a real job and that's a job in a classroom too if kids are creating content. So I don't I don't necessarily just want my kids only using the forward facing webcam on their device. I want them to be able to be thoughtful about, you know, if I'm if I'm doing a story about my school cafeteria, I want to go down there and hold that camera up and look around. And that's a really cost effective way to make that happen and to be able to create engaging content for kids that that in a way that makes sense and that's more professional yeah uh we always harp on on chromebook built-in cameras uh they have a tendency i mean in all laptops in general the macbooks have gotten better about this it's not Um, the best camera in the world built into your computer yeah. yeah and so having that uh that extra resource um I, I always love specifics, and if you can't think of the the names uh, off the top of your head, we'll we'll get it uh, in in post to make sure to include them. But uh, do you know which camera, which the headset? I think you mentioned the name, but which camera do you all generally recommend? Okay, I'm going to tell you because I'm looking at it right now, and then I'm looking at it on this website, and it is the C922. That's the camera that we have, um, but we also have some 920s. Um, we also have a lot, and this is this is a great model for schools. We also have a lot of C270s. And to be honest with you, I can't tell a whole lot of difference in most things we do between that $30 C270 and the really fancy one I have on my computer, which is the C922. So um, we did, though, try many, many other brands of cameras. We even tried some other name brands, and we were always back at the Logitech. So 
we we do like that that particular camera brand just I, we don't have one sitting in a closet here, which really tells you something because we have 20 people who do technology all day long, every day, and all the other brands are in the closet and the Logitechs are all plugged into computers in use right now. Yeah. So if you had to put together a um, a package of some sort, if you had to put together a bundle um, for an educator, maybe, maybe for the educator themselves and for the students, uh, what would that look like uh, just from your experience? Oh, we have unlimited money too. I like this scenario that's 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 nobody ever calls and says we have unlimited money what should we buy (laughs) i mean i would love to see let's talk about like the average person or the average the average school district down like that joe yeah sorry sorry well you can give both examples i don't mind (laughs) well i i really love the teachers having a webcam and this is going to be i'm going to go old school here for a second but if you get a flexible microphone stand and zip tie a webcam to it You've got a document camera, and that's a really important piece of classroom equipment. So if your school district didn't buy that piece of classroom equipment, a document camera, um, it it really makes a lot of things you're going to be doing in a classroom difficult. For example, think about uh, annotating or editing a, a piece of student writing. So we're, we're learning how to write. We're examining writing. We're thinking about writing. If I have a, a webcam on a flexible microphone stand, I can just point it down instead of at me. And now we're looking at the paper together. And now we can talk about the writing on the page. We can look at a book. We can read a, a children's book together that has illustrations. And you can see it in the front of the room instead of the kids at the back, maybe not being able to see that image at all. And it gets pretty boring and maybe people aren't doing what they're supposed to do because they're bored. So every teacher needs a great webcam connected to that teacher computer that is connected to the display, usually a projector or, a, a you know, like a smart kind of uh, interactive flat panel device at the front of the room, whatever that is, that webcam is important. Every teacher needs a headset that has good quality sound because every teacher now is a content creator too. If I have to explain something to you, just me doing it one time in the classroom just doesn't make sense when I can record that and you can watch it over and over again. And if it takes you five times, nobody has to know that but you. You can watch it as many times as you want and you can watch five different teachers explain that concept in five different ways. So they need that equipment very much. Uh, Every teacher is also going to want that external keyboard and mouse. If they're working from any any sort of a laptop device, they're going to want that so that they can arrange their workspace. Because if I'm grading papers for, you know, hours on end, it's it's really it's truly painful to sit in certain ways, I need to be able to move that equipment around. So that's what I want every teacher to have. I want every student to have a headset also. I actually want it to have a plug. I wouldn't buy Bluetooth. Um, if they can't, if they can have another piece of equipment, then I would love for kids to have maybe like five webcams per classroom. So maybe the teacher has those and the kids check those out when they're creating content. Um, it's not something that I think it's it's mandatory for every single kid to have that because we're not all recording all the time every day. But a webcam that I can go and get when I'm creating something is really important. Um, and then I would love to see also same kind of thing, some like snowball mics in that classroom, maybe five of those. So I can check those out as a kit and I can be, you know, maybe three people are, are passing that mic and 
and in there recording and making something that looks real and more professional. Um, kids would love that. And I can think of so many ways to use that for learning. Excellent. Yeah. And, and it's the, the workspace thing you just brought up. Like I hadn't even really thought about that, but we, we, I mean, we all do that at our desk. You know, we all have external, you know, keyboard and mouse. So that way, as you're working, you can move things around and maybe I'm looking at some documents here. I'm doing this here and you can kind of rearrange that space. Um, especially for a teacher who maybe might have, you know, multiple papers or you know whatever stacked up on the desk, being able to arrange that space. I hadn't really thought about that, but that yeah. makes a lot of sense. Well, I'm glad it came here today. It was all worth it. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I, I told you we would have some fun and, yes. and get some good information out there. Um, excellent. So, um, yeah, and, and the, you know, the, the, if for anybody that's listening to this, um, uh, uh, close to when this comes out, you know, we're really excited about our partnership with Logitech that we're giving away these Chrome packs and, and really, um, you know, a, a, a full set of resources that, that an educator might need for themselves and for the classroom, for the students. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's important because there's, there's so much learning going on with, with, edu- or I'm so much, so much technology tied to education now. It's like, how do we, how do we get the, the, extra resources to eliminate any barriers that we might have right and and make it easier uh make it easier for, uh, to to create content like this or to to do um you know remote learning or in classroom learning or whatever so um love it love it love it well amy i think that's it for everything that i had unless you've got something else you want to throw in well um i want everybody to know that we really use this equipment all day long every day we really do believe in it we believe it's a necessary part of the classroom today so i i'm so glad to be here talking about it Um, the number one problem that teachers are dealing with right now is how to manage a classroom with all of this equipment in it and also uh, children who have just lived through a pandemic Um, some of us lost our manners i don't know if you've noticed that out in public but I think most people have. Uh, we have a brand new course that just came out. It's called Rock the Classroom, and it is about managing all these different elements in a classroom in in a positive way that's going to help kids learn to self-regulate and all that kind of behavioral stuff that matters to us as educators. So if you're an educator watching this, um, I'd love you to check out Rock the Classroom. Look at our social media, uh, Fried Tech or Fried Technology, and you'll see a, a discount code there so that you can check that out for a really, really low price. That's a limited time, but um, we'd love to have you in there learning about classroom management in the digital age, which is where we are right now. Excellent. And and obviously the website, friedtechnology.com. What are the social? Are they, are they, are they all just at Fried Tech? They're all either Fried Tech or Fried Technology. There's okay. one holdout on Twitter who won't give us the Fried Tech, mm. but everything else is Fried Tech, I think. So you'll find yeah. us when you start typing that in. Cool. Cool. And we'll obviously, we'll get we'll get links and include them in the show notes for anybody that's listening. Uh, you can go down in the show notes uh, or the description or the post on the website and, and grab links to all of this stuff. So Amy, thanks so much for taking some time. This has been really fun and I appreciate you... Uh, joining in on a conversation on the Chromecast. We appreciate it. Yeah, I loved it. Thank you so much, Joe. Nice to meet you and keep in touch. Will do. Will do. Thanks, Amy. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in. You can find show notes over at chromeunbox.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the world of Chrome and Chrome OS, make sure to check out our website, chromeunbox.com, and follow us on social media by searching for at Chrome Unboxed. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.